0: Okay, uh, good morning. Today's DAF is DAF Samuel Zayin. I'm going to go from the 6th last line of Samach Vovah Mut 66b. Today's shir is the Illini Benza Ben Ben Avram HaLevi, Moras Hashana Pesah Bas Reb Yoel, Shana Bas Yitzchak, and Yitzchak Leiv Ben Yosef. May their memories be a blessing and may their Neshamas have an aliyah. Um, so, yesterday we were discussed and we brought the Mishnah, which is the source that Pesach overrides Shabbos. Offering the korban Pesach pushes aside Shabbos. We're now going to discuss, and this we know from a Mishnah later on, that. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, So we're now going to discuss, yes, we know from a mission later on, and we're now going to discuss how do we know that offering the Koban Pesach actually even overrides Tumah. Now what's quite interesting is we know that it's also for Kahanimot to Otome, to do that voida. It's also to use Kelim, that It's also for an owner or anyone to eat a sacrifice when they Otome. However, we find by communal offerings, for example, the daily offering, if all the kohanim are tomei, or all the Kalim are tomei, or I think, um, yeah, then they can still offer the korban tomei. And we found a similar halacha by korban Pesach, that if everyone, if a majority of the people are tomei, or if majority of the kohanim or the Kalim that they need are tomei, you still offer the korban Pesach <laughs> tuma, in Tuma, in while everyone's tomei. So that halacha, we're going to now go into the source. Quite interesting, why is it brought here? So I think the reason it's brought here is because it's the same source that we use to say that Pesach overrides Um, Shabbos. We use, or we want to use that Basuk to say that Pesach has to be brought, and it even overrides, even pushes aside Tumah. So let's... um, Yeah... So let's see inside. So it says, Pesach Okay, we've seen the source for the Korban Tomid and the Korban Pesach that they override Shabbos. The Tum'a Minolon. Where? will these opinions know that it pushes aside Tum'a. So Omri the answer: the mi Pesach mi tomid le inyan Hachanami tomid mi pesach Tuma. Well, just as you learn from the korban tomid to the korban pesach to tell us that it overrides shabbos, learn from the korban pesach to tomid to show that just as the pesach overrides tumma, so to the tomid. UPesach pesach gufei Okay, that's all very well, but where do we know that the korban pesach itself actually pushes aside tumma? So Omer Rebbe Yochanan to Omer Kroh Yochanan says it's from the following posuk. It says, This is actually regarding the Korban Pesach. the, the, Korban, the Pesach Sheni. Remember, I mean, it's basically, the posuk says, those who are Tomei and those who are too far away, etc. and can't make it to the Beit Hamilash for Pesach Rishon, they get pushed aside and get to offer their Korban Pesach at Pesach Sheni. It's a month later. It's on the 14th of Iyar when they would offer this. So, so so regarding that Pesach, it says, Ish ish ki yet tomei le nefesh. Any man who is tomei le nefesh, etc. brings a koban sheini. So it says, Ish nidcheh le Pesach sheini v'ein tzibur nidcheh le Pesach sheini. Ela avdi betuma. Only an individual is pushed off to Pesach Shani, but the community as a whole, or as a majority, but as a whole, is not pushed aside to Pesach sheini. Rather they do offer their Koban Pesach as Tumah. So are saying this, the Pasuk emphasizes that only select individuals who can't offer their Koban Pesach because they Tomei will get pushed off to Pesach Shani because they were Tomei. But if you have a majority of B'nai Yisrael or the whole of B'nai Yisrael who are Tomei, then they do, they don't, they're not pushed off to Kobam to Pesach Shani, they do it on Pesach Rishon, Bitumah. And just interestingly, we, you have to keep in mind the Pesach, the Kobam Pesach is a hybrid of a korban Sibur and a korban yochid, you see, for many halachas, it's an individual sacrifice, which makes sense. It's not offered by the community. The korban tamid, the daily offerings, the musafin, etc., are brought from communal funds and offered on the half, on the. I'm sorry, on, and are offered on the whole of Bnei Israel, whereas the korban pesach is not like that. It's offered by select groups. Oh, it is offered by groups of people, not necessarily individuals. But from that aspect, it's a private korban. On the other hand, we see many correlations between it and a communal offering. The whole community comes and does this korban together at once. So it is from that aspect a communal offering. Everyone's offering their korban Pesach on the 14th of Eir. It's not like you made a voluntary offering or you were chay or you know, or you had to bring a certain korban. It's not like that. It's every single Jew has to bring this korban. So it's it's this hybrid between a communal offering and a private offering, and we'll see this this expresses itself. You'll see through this stuff. So now, Omerlei Reshlokish, Rabbi Shimon ben Lokesh Reshlokish said to Rabbi Yochanan, "I'm not happy with your explanation." He says, what did Rabbi Yochanan say?" Rabbi Yochanan says, "Only individuals are pushed off to Pesach." Shaini, implying that the community offers it at Pesach Rishon, if they're all Tomei. So Rej Lokish says, wait, there's another way to learn it. He says, I need to to Pesach maybe individuals are pushed off to Pesach Shaini, but the community has no fix. Maybe there's nothing you can do. If a majority of B'nai Ishril at Tomei, they're not pushed off to Pesach Shani because only individuals are Pesach Shani. Oh, what do they do? There's nothing for them to do. Maybe they can't offer their korban, um, they can't offer the korban Pesach, Loid be Pesach Rishon, ve be Pesach Sheini, neither at Pesach Rishon or Pesach Sheini. So again, so what we say, again the po- what's clear in the pasuk is that individuals get pushed off to Pesach Shaini. What's not so clear is what happens if a majority of the community is Tomei. The community is definitely not pushed to Pesach Shaini. So what do they do? According to Rabbi Yothran, must be they offer Koban Rishon. Reish Lakish says, Who says that they offer Koban Rishon? Maybe they just don't offer it at all. So, <coughs> therefore, that can't be the source. So, Rash says, It must be Mehaqa from the following source. Now, before we go into this, this, the following source, it's so important to keep in mind that, remember, there are different types of tumour. The ones primarily we're going to discuss at first are a tomei, someone who's tomei from a corpse, a tomei zav, um, remember, and that's someone who's tomei from that discharge, and a tomei from a from having tzoraas. As we'll see over the duff we'll also discuss a tomei keri, that's someone who has uh, a seminal discharge, Um Tomei Sheretz, that's someone who's Tomei from a, one of the eight Shrotzim that are dead, etc. Now regarding those Tumas, they have to leave the camps. Different one of them have to leave the camps. In the desert, Halbnei Yisrael camped. It was the Machane Shechina in the middle, that's where the Mishkan was. Around that was Machane Levir, the camp of the Levim, which was where the Levim camped. And around them was the Machane Yisrael. And Different ones. For example, someone who was Tom and Mace would not be allowed in Machaneh Shechina, but as we'll see, is allowed in Machaneh Leviah. A Mitzorah, as we'll see, we're going to go through the sources over today's That has to leave all three camps. So, different Tumas have to leave different parts of those camps. To translate those camps into um, Eretz Yisrael, when they moved into Eretz Yisrael and they weren't camped with the Mishkan in the middle, Machaneh Shekhinah, and then Machaneh Leviah, and Machaneh Yisrael, it all it translates into Yerushalayim. And um, the... Beis the temple and its courtyard, on Machaneh Shechina. Around that, on Harabai's temple mount, is Machaneh Leviah, And anywhere within the walls of Yerushalayim is Machaneh Yisrael. So someone who, for example, has to leave Machaneh Yisrael would have to stay outside the walls of Yerushalayim. Um, interesting enough, it's not only Yerushalayim, Machaneh Yisrael. Machaneh Yisrael is any walled city from the days of Yeshua ben Nun. But let's for, just to keep it simple, let's when we discuss it, we'll just discuss it in regards to Yerushalayim. Um, and if we have a few minutes towards the end, we can discuss why this is actually understanding uh the different machanos and what tumah have to leave, which machaneh is, well, I'll mention it now, understanding the different machanos. Uh, machaneh. Shechina is the temple. Machaneh Levi is temple mount. Uh, Harabays and Machane Israel is the rest of Jerusalem. Um, is essential to under and which tumours are not allowed in which part is essential to the question of where in Yerushalayim are we allowed to go and are we allowed to go onto Temple Mount? So you've heard it. It seems to be a growing controversy. Um, I remember when I was younger and growing up, it was taken for granted that you weren't allowed past the Kotel Maravi, the Western Wall. And as I get older, I don't know if I'm becoming I'm um, more, I don't know if it's because it's newer opinions, but there are many great rabbis in Eretz Israel who are saying Jews can even go further onto Temple Mount. They might just have to go to Mikvah, etc. Um, a while ago, a few hundred years ago, it was even a controversy if you were actually allowed to go up to the Kotel. or was that already uh, too far onto Harabais? Again, okay, so this is essential. I mean, first you have to, I guess define where they each are, and Yisrael, and then we have we use Audach to understand what type of tumors are allowed into what parts of those. So let's, so let's see, let's go into this. So this is Raj Lokish 's source that the Koban, see, that if the whole community is Tomei, they offer their Koban Pesach while Tomei. So it says, And they will be sent out of the camp Anyone who has Tsoras, anyone who's a Zav, anyone who's Tome Mace. Now, we're going to see later on in the DAF that there's a hierarchy. Tome Mace is the most lenient. Tome Zav is stricter, and Tome Matsor is the strictest. So, Tome Mace, al Yome Zavim Matsorim. Just say that a Tome Mace must leave the camp and you don't have to tell me that the others have that a Zavin and a have to leave the camp And I would say on my own from my own understanding, if a Tome Mace, which is the most lenient, has to leave the camp, well then how much more so does Zavin Matsar have to leave the camp? Ella so why does the Pesach express it like that? There's actually a time when you send the zavin and out of the camp and you don't send the Tomei meis out of the camp. Oh, so wait, there's a time. That's why it has to list them separately because they're sent out of the camp. But there's a time when they're not sent out of the camp. Now, the azer, when is this? It must be the Pesach which is brought when Bnei Yisrael or Tomei, when the majority of the community are Tomei. He almost says there's no other option. Our hands are tied. There is a time when Tomei Mace can stay on, be in the base of Midash and offer their korbanos. And a Zav and a Khan must be Pesach. Interesting enough, what, what halacha we seeing by the way here, that granted Tomei people, if a majority of Bnei Yisrael or Tomei, they can offer the korban Pesach, even though they're Tomei, that's not someone who's a Tomei because they're a zav or Mitzorah. Okay, let's carry on. Omar Baia Baia says to Raish Lokish, says that doesn't make sense. That's not a clear proof. He says, We could have said, why doesn't Apostle just list Tomei, Mason Zav and not list Mitsoira I would have said that if a Zav is sent out of this camp, a metzora is definitely sent out the camp. You can equally explain this possible and make the deduction that there's a time when a metzora is sent out of the camp, but not a Zav and a Tomei Meis. When is this? that a Mitzori is sent out, but a Zav and a Tome mace can remain in the base of Middash, this would be a Koban Pesach offered in Tumah. And maybe you'll say that's true. Maybe it's true. Maybe, again, a a Tome mace and a Zav can offer the Koban Pesach if everyone's Tome. It's just not the Mitzori. It says, We learn in the Mishnah. Pesach, a Pesach that is offered in Tumah, a Zav, Zavos, Nidos, and Yolados, and women who give birth, are not, or who are Tome from giving birth, are not allowed to eat from the Koban Pesach. However, and we'll come to this later on, so I'm not going to go into that. If they do eat, they eat potu from Omar, So Abay is not happy with Reish Lakish's deal. Because a country, Reish Lakish, just as equally as you learned that someone who's Tome Mace could, from your source, you could equally learn that a Tome Mace and a Zav could offer the common Pesach, which we know that's true. So clearly your source is not a good uh, source if that's how we would come out. So, It's actually from the first posok The original Pesach that we brought for Rebbe Yochanan. Any man who, um, any any man who was Tomei or Ish Ish, any man who's Tomei will offer the Pesach Shaini, implying that only individuals, but not the community. Now, Resh said on that, which is what abai is going to address now. But maybe it means that, granted, that Sibul does not offer on Pesach Shani, if a majority of B'nai Israel were, were Tomei on Pesach Rishon, they don't offer on Pesach Shani, but maybe they also don't offer on Pesach Rishon. That's what Abai says. So, MK, no, if you learn like that, Nixam Rahmanah Ish Ish Tomei. The pastor could have just said, Any man who is Tomei, Lenefesh Lameli. Why does it have to add on and say for a person i any any man who is tomei because of a person i tomei why does it have to say that maybe you'll say that the nefesh is coming for the following maybe you'll say that only a tomei is pushed aside to pesa but other people are tomei not but we learned, let's say someone was a Zav at Pesach Rishon. Maybe he's not pushed aside to Pesach Shani. It says, You might, and this is a clear price, which says, You might have thought that only someone who is was Tome Mace, or someone who was too far to make it to Yerushalayim, are the exact reasons listed in the Pasuk. How do I know that someone who's Tome, because they are Zav, Mitzorah, nida, etc., or someone who slept in the Nira, that they can lomer ish, ish. Anyone. So anyone who is tome on Pesach Rishon, again, any individuals who are tome on Pesach Rishon, can offer Pesach Shani. It doesn't matter why they were tome. So le nefesh, the cost of Rachmanelameli. So why does the Pesach say someone who's tome nefesh, basically tome mace, is pushed off to Pesach Shani? It can't, again, it can't be telling me tome I can be telling me only Tomei Mesem are pushed off because we know that if all Tumas are pushed off to Pesach sheni. So Ela hachi must be saying, Ish nidcheh Pesach Sheini, Vein Tzibur nit Pesach sheni. Only individuals are put pushed to Pesach sheni, and not the community. Ela avdi betumma, rather the community does it in tumma. Vechi avdi Tzibur betumma, bettomei meis, aval shah Tumas lo it. And if and this that the community can offer their korban, while Tomei, that's specifically Tomei Meis and not other tumois Another way of saying it is that this Pesach is clearly saying that there is a Pesach that is offered by only people who are Tomei Meis. Now, when is the Pesach only offered by Tomei Meis? Let's start at the end. Maybe you will say it's referring to individuals and only Tomei Meisim are pushed to Pesach Shaini. So we know that's not true. We brought the bri- the pasuk says ish ish. Everyone whose tama is pushed to pesach Shani. So maybe it's saying zavim and zavos are excluded. Yeah, so so it can't be zavim or zavos that they're excluded from pesach Shaini, as I just explained. So it must be. The tzibur does, the only other option of when can a, when can someone who is Tome Mase offer a korban, the only other option is that it must be the community offers the Pesach betuma, if a majority of nation or Tome, they can offer the Poban in Tome, and that's only Tome Mase, but not a Zav or a zava, not Zavim, a Zavos, etc. So that would be our source that, and Tome Mase are. Are allowed to still offer the kavvan pesach. So if a majority of Jews are Tomei, they offer the kavvan pesach for Tumah and we have a source for that. Now the Gomorrah is going to discuss that we said Tomei must leave the camp. The first point is regarding a mitsorer who is not allowed into Machane Israel, as I explained, Machane Israel in our equivalent would be in the walled city of Yerushalayim. So that's what we're going back to that discussion around. Who, which different tumors and which camp they have to leave? So so patur. A mitzaira who goes in his machitzah is not allowed in any he's basically not allowed in any camp, he's not allowed even in the Machane role even in Yerushalayim. And if he goes in, he doesn't get lashes. What do you mean he doesn't get lashes? He just transgressed a negative commandment. The Torah says, they're not allowed to go tomorrow into their camps. So there's a negative commandment. Why doesn't he get lashes? So, Shinema, as the Postle says, He must camp alone. Outside the camp should be his dwelling. I'm going to skip the next line. The Postle connects it to a positive commandment. I, there's a general principle. You're right. If you transgress a negative commandment, the standard halacha is you get malkus. One of those exceptions, and the, the most common, famous, I think the most famous and straightforward example is theft. It says you're not allowed to steal. So therefore, someone who steals should get lashes. However, the posuk says you must return your theft. I wanted it saying that you don't get lashes for stealing. You get the obligation, the mitzvahs I say, it's fixed to, by the positive commandment to return your theft. So he's saying so too, yeah. This mitzvah is not allowed in Machane Israel. If he goes in, you might have thought he's high of lashes. But no, he gets. he has to... Follow the positive commandment of going back out the camp, so it can be fixed. He goes into Machane Israel. He fixes that. by going into back out the camp. Um, interestingly enough, um, Rashi points. It's not a classic love hunt. You might have thought that this that he must go outside of the camp is the standard halacha that a, a matzora must be outside Machane Israel. So he says no, because there's another possible telling us that a matzoram is sent out of the camp. And therefore, when we have this posuk that says that he must remain outside of the camp, it's telling us that if he, he comes into the camp, he must leave the camp again. So that's the love, <laughs> and if he doesn't get lashes. <laughs> they challenge this. Does a Metzorah not get lashes? A Metzorah who comes in gets 40 lashes. A Zav and a Zavos who go in where they're not allowed, into Machanel. Levia. They also get forty lashes. And you know what? Someone who's Tome from a corpse is not allowed into is allowed into Machane Levia. And not only is he allowed into the Machane Levia, Ella Atmo. Even the mace itself is allowed into the Machane Leviya. corpse. Where do you know this from? Chinemar, as it says, Atmos Yosef imo, Imor Bemakitzoso. Moshe took the bones of Yosef with him. I remember when they were when Yosef died, he made his brother swear to them that they or the descendants would take him 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 out, his bones out, out of, of Mishraim with them, and Moshe fulfilled that. And Moshe kept his uh, coffin with him. So we see that a mace is allowed in Machane Now but what did we just see earlier on in this price? It says someone who, a, a Mitzora who goes into Machaneh Yisrael, gets 40 lashes. But Rav Chisda said, no, it's a Lavanitaklasa, you don't get 40 lashes. So we see Rav Chizda's wrong. He says, no, tonight he did. It's actually a machloket's tonight. The as we learned in the following brisa, Bodod yeshev. levado yeshev. A Mitzorah must stay alone. Shalohi hu tameyim acherim yoshim imo. That is not in the same camp as other people are tamei. Yochui hu zavim mesim meisim ishtalchimim lemachane achas. You might have thought, okay, maybe. Yeah, let, let me go back a step and I'll tell you. I'll tell you the the bottom line without going through the discussion. We know that a, a, as we've just seen from the brisa. A Tome Meis is not allowed in Machaneh Shchina, but he, so he leaves that camp, and he's allowed in Machaneh Leviyah. A Zav or a zava is not even allowed in Machaneh Leviyah. They must go out of Machaneh Leviyah into Machaneh Yisrael. And a Mitzorah is not allowed in any of the three camps. He must go outside Machaneh Shchina, Machaneh Leviyah, Machaneh Yisrael, and outside into well, in those in the original story, it was in the desert. And now it means outside of the walls of Yerushalayim. So how do we know? Maybe you'll say that the Tomei, Meis and the Zav are the same. They're in the same level of what camps they have to leave. They shall not defi- make Tomei their camps. To tell us that they each have their own camp. That's Reb Yehuda's opinion. So again, Rabbi Huda uses this bododye shave, this extra pasuk of he must dwell alone to teach us that the Mitzorah is actually outside all three camps and he's not in the same camp as the other two. So he's used up that pasuk. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, tzarech, You don't need this pasuk. You don't need to come on to this. It says The pasuk says, you will send them from the camp. Called zeruah, v'chol Anyone who's a matzora, anyone who's a zav, and anyone is tamei Now, Now, as I pointed out at the beginning of today's daf, they're stricter. The tamei meis is the most lenient. The zav is stricter, and the matzora is even stricter. So, just say tamei meis v'al yoimer tov meis zavim kol just say, Tommy Mason, you don't have to come along and say, Zav. And I would say, how much more so a Zav would not be allowed in Makhaneh Shrine? It must be that the Zav is given a second camp that he has to leave. I has to leave Machane Shchina and Machane Israel. V'yoyi merzav al yomeretz metzora vani oymerzami mishalachim metzora lo kol shekei. And it just has to say zav must leave his camp, and it doesn't have to say that a metzora must leave. And I would say automatically, if a zav has to leave, a metzora definitely has to leave. So lama neema metzora? Why does it say metzora again? Lita lo Machane Shlishis to give a third camp. I. The Tome Maiz has to leave a camp. But then, now, I would know from there that the Zav also has to leave that camp, because the Zav is more severe than the Tomei So when it mentions Tomei Zav, it must be to say he must leave a second camp, machane livya. And now, if it just said Zav, I would know that a Mitzorah has to leave. So why does it then come along and say Mitzorah? To say that the Mitzorah must leave even an additional camp, even machane Yisrael. So Hakos so then ah oh, Keshehu Aymer Bododya Shaiv. Ah so then what does he do with the Pasuk that the Zav must do, the Matsura must dwell alone? A Hakos of Nitkul Aseh the Pasuk is connecting it to an Aseh. So some Ahlke's Ravchizda and um it's a machloikes, Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Shimon, whether this posuk of Badodjeh Shev is spare. According to Rebbe Yehuda, it's actually coming to teach us that a must leave both camps. And according to Rebbe Shimon, no, it's spare. It's coming to make it a That if a goes into the camps, he doesn't get lashes. He just has the positive commandment to leave the camps again. Now he says, my now we're gonna ask, we've taken for granted that a Tome Mace is most lenient, a Zav is stricter, and a Mitzori is the strictest. So we're gonna go into that. He says, My <laughs> What stringence what is stricter what what stringencies do a zav have that a tome mace doesn't? So she all of because the Tumor comes from his own body. A tome mace is tome from an external source. A zav is tome from the discharge from his own body. So that's a high level of Tumor. He says Adri Abba, tome mace says no. On the contrary, maybe someone whose tome mace is the most strict is stricter level of Tumor. because how do you purify a tome mace? He needs to be sprinkled with the Parah on his third day from becoming Tomei and his seventh day from, from becoming Tomei. The Zav just has to wait seven days and go to Mikvah. So he says, so that's, uh, so maybe the, to, maybe Tomei Mace is actually stricter than a Zav. So, omakro, oh, Tomei, V'chol Tomei. The apostle could have just said Tomei, but it says V'chol Tomei. The rabbis is Tomei to include a sheritz. And the Zav is definitely stricter than a Tomei Sheret. A Sheretz, if someone becomes Tomei from a sheret they just go to Mikvah and they tohor. If a Zav becomes Tomei from a Sheretz, well, what he, remember, as we said, he's, uh, sorry, lost it. Oh, his Tumur comes from himself and not an external source. So therefore, it must be, we see a Zav is stricter. Oh, my Chumrah so then, oh, so, well, yeah, the Gomorrah elaborate. says, so what are you telling me the stringency of a Zav over a Tomei Sheretz? is says, K'domron. as we said, it comes from himself as opposed to an external source. It says, Adarabba, on the contrary, Sheretz. There's actually an aspect where a Sheretz is worse because he becomes Tomei Very interestingly, it's a Halacha zav. A Zav does not become Tome if it's from an external source. For example, if he, eats, he overeats and he sees a Zav discharge, or he's sick and he sees a Zav discharge. If the, Zav, if the discharge can be attributed to a different source, then he's not Tome. It's specifically where it's, it's, it's from himself. Um, whereas if a Sheretz touches someone whether they whether it's out of their control in their control whether they wanted it happen didn't want to ha- that happen they become tome so what do we see that a shere is stricter so the gemorals actually a zav has this same level of Tumah, like Rav Huna says, The first sighting of the Zav is the same as the Oines. A, a Sheritz is actually a very lenient Tumah. A, a person becomes Tome, he goes to mikvah after that, and that night is Torah again. And, but actually a Zav has that same leniency. Remember, when is this that a Zav is so strict? That it's only Boines, that it's for seven days, that if it's, you know, that's if he sees more than once. If he sees a Zav once, he sees his discharge, he goes to mikveh, and he's tahor. If he sees it twice, over one or two days, then he has to wait seven days. If he sees it three times over two or three days, one, two or three days, then he also has to bring Korbanos. But again, this first discharge is the exact same as a sheret He... It's Tomei Boines, And if as is the exact same as a zav, it's tome a zav is the exact same as a sheritz, the first sighting. is Tome Boines. So there's actually no area that tome sherit is stricter than? Tome zav. So a zav is stricter than a sherit, which is included with tome mace. So we're going to take for the granted that a zav is more severe than a sherit and a tome mace. And therefore that's how we understand. If a tome mace has to leave a camp has to leave Machane Shchina, Azav would definitely have to leave Machane Shchina. And then we can take the next step that the Gomorrah just told us. Well, if he has to leave the Shchina, why, if, if it's stricter than why mention Azav, just mention Tommy Mace has to leave Machane Shchina and I would know Azav does. He says, yes, you're right. Az- Azav has to leave Machane Shchina, but it comes to mention Azav again to say that he also has to leave Machane levia So now the Gomorrah asks, um, so now we move on to the next step. My the is What's the stringency of Matsora over Zav? We took for granted that if you said a Zav has to leave Mahalevvi, then a Matsora would death obviously have to leave a because it's stricter. Where do we see that? What, what is it? priya frima Hamita. Because a Zav requires sorry, a Matsora has to let his hair grow long, has to tear his clothes, and he's not allowed to be intimate with his wife. So, therefore, those three aspects make a Metzorah stricter than a Zav. It says, Zav Chomur. Zav is stricter. Shechem Matame Mishkavu Moishak, Matame Kilcheres Beheset. A Zav has extra other stringencies. He makes things Tome by just sitting or lying on them. Remember, that's a very strict level of Tumah. Generally, if you we remember going back to, I think the, that was the first period where we learned some of the transmissions of Tumah. If you have an Avat Tumah, which is a Zav, and he touches something, it becomes a Rishon. If a Zav sits or lies on something, even if he's not touching it, just because he's lying on it, so he stands on a, a, there's a layer, a, a pile of carpets, and he goes and he lies on the top one all those carpets become other tumors. So that's a huge stringency by a Zav over a Mitzorah. And the second one is if he supports the weight of anything, kind of saying if he carries anything. It's slightly different, but if he carries anything, if he supports the weight of something, it also becomes Tome, even if he doesn't move it. For exa- And that would be a huge difference. A Mitzorah is Tome, but if he touches Klicheres, remember Klicheres generally only becomes Tome from the tumor going in the inside. From the outside, it's kind of safe from becoming tome. Um, 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 uh, uh if, a mits- if a zav moves it, it becomes tommy. So why would you say that a matzori is stricter than a zav? Maybe a zav is actually stricter. It says zav, the No, the it says zav, and it. But it, it it could have just said zav, but it says the kolza. What's they coming to include? The was It's coming to include a bal someone who had. Uh, had Kerry. and a Mitsori is definitely stricter than a Balkari. A balkari doesn't have any of these stringencies. He's an avatuma but doesn't have all those stringencies. So what so when the so the is included in the Posuk is that Balkari has to leave the camp, the Machane levia, And if a Balkari has to leave a Machane levia, a Mitsorah is stricter than a Balkari. As we will we'll, we'll, let's let's see a bit further. My chumra, so what? How is a matzora stricter than a Balkari? keri? as we said, because remember, matzora has to let his hair grow long, he has to tear his clothes, and he's also Batash amita. Adar abba, Baal keri matame No, a bal keri is stricter because he's matame with any amount, even if he has the slightest keri, the tiny drop of keri, he becomes tome. Whereas a matzora has to be the minimum size of a Greece, if I remember correctly. So for law, No, he holds like Rabbi Yossan. Tanya, Rabbi Nossan. i Mishum Zav Tzorich pi ha'ama law hodulo chachomim. Rabbi holds that for someone to become a zav and the zav and a balkeri is connected to a zav. So for someone to become a zav or a balkeri, it has to be this minimum amount that covers the tip of his organ. So that would be this, That would be larger than a uh, gris. So there's actually no. So so we know that a balcari has to leave Machane levia, and a matzora is stricter than a balcari in all aspects according to Rabbi Shimon. Therefore, if a balcari has to leave Machane Levi, a matzora definitely has to leave Machane Lavia. Now, and if we tie that back into Rebishim Shimon, to just finish off Rebbe Shimon's statement, then why does the Posuk have to tell me that a Mitzorah has to leave the camp? If you tell me that a Zav has to leave a camp, which is also telling me that a Balkari has to leave a camp, and a Mitzorah is much stricter, well, then obviously it ha- he also has to leave Machane Israel. So it says, Mitzorah, to say he has to leave an additional camp, a third camp, even Machaneh Israel. It says, oh, the Tzerua amali the Posuk said, we've just made a drosha on... It could have said kol tomel l'nefesh, and it says v'kol tome. And it could have just said zav, and it says v'chol zav, to include a valkeri. So what's it coming to include when it says kol says, I the kos the ksiv kolzav zav, ksiv nami kol tzeruah. No, just to stay, to keep the posuk flowing, since it says kol zav, it says kol but not for any drosha. So now we've explained uh, Rabbi Shimon. Again, Rabbi Shimon took from the one posuk, From the one posuk, it says you must send them out of the camp. And it says you must send... What's it? It says you must send a... A Tome Mace, a Zav and a matzora, And by the fact that each of them are stricter, you learn that they each have to be sent out an additional camp. So And he didn't have to go to the second pasuk, which Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda didn't learn it like this. He said, no, how do we know that the Mitzvahra has to leave all three camps? Because it says, Badaje and a, a second pasuk elsewhere. So the Gemara asked, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon's fits a lot better. You learn the halacha of them leaving the camps all from the one pasuk, when it's telling us that the, these Tomei people have to leave the camps. And you don't have to come to a separate posuk elsewhere. So why doesn't Rabbi Yehuda use that posuk? He says, He needs it for the following teaching where Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda said, you might have thought that if a Zavu Mitzorah pushed their way into the temple courtyard on a day, on a Pesach, where they're offering it, Batuma I a majority of B'neishra were Tomei, so they're offering this Korban Pesach, Batuma as we learned that the, that you do offer, if the community is Tomei, they offer at Pesach, Rishon. So these people, and but we also said that specifically people who are Tomei Maes, not Zavim and Zavos. So maybe they're not allowed there, but if they did go there, maybe they should be Chav Koresh, like a person who is tome and enters the temple you must send them from the camp anyone who has saras zavo Tomme Mace, Besha, and it connects them all together. Besha, She, Tome Mace, Mishdalchim, Zavim Mutsorim, Mishdalchim. Ain Tome Mace, Mishdalchim, Ain Zavim Mutsorim, Mishdalchim. No, this that they have to be sent out, either chorates for these Tome people being in the camp, is when a Tome Mace has to be sent out. If a Tome Mace does not have to be sent out, and this is a Pesach where they allowed it, they're allowed to go and offer their korbonas. They're not sent out of the Machanesh Chinna, so too, the Zavim Metzorah are not sent out. Rashi says, interesting, he says, so Yeah, so back to, what are we saying that? Again, this is a question we could, could have asked at the beginning, but now we know the answer. We said, generally, someone who's Tomei, who goes into the Beis Hamidash, is of Koresh. We mentioned earlier that they potter from Koresh, and this is the source, like Rabbi Leza says. And he bases it on this posut. I We learned, Rabbi Shimon learned it for something else, but maybe Rabbi Yul is using it like Rabbi Leza. This pasuk mentions they must be sent out of their camp, a Mitzora Zav and a Tome Mace, to connect them together. That say when the Tome Mace is not allowed in the, is, his camp, that's when the others are not allowed in their camp, which excludes a Pesach, where, a, where everyone's Tome, where a Tome Mace is allowed in the camp. Rashi says, obviously, this is all. If they entered, they don't get Koros, but not that they're allowed to go in. A Zav and Mitz, even on a Pes, on Pesach, when. They're offering it Petuma. And Tomei Mace are allowed to be Shchina. And the Zavim and the Zavos and Mitzorahs don't get. Chores, they still mustn't go in. That's what Rashi says. Now, Omar we mentioned Zav, calls up the Bal Keri. We said that the Pazok says that Zav... Could have just said Zav, and it says the that, Kalza. That's to include a Balkeri. Says Messiah Leil Rabbi Yochanan, this is a support for Rabbi Yochanan. And to The tunnels under the base Hamikdash. We've all heard about the secret tunnels where um, where the, the Aaron Kodesh etc. was hidden. Um, did were not sanctified? Are they not Kodesh? So really, anyone can go there. Well, Balkeri Mishdachal Mish Dalacha Chutz Machanos, and the Balkeri is sent out of two camps now where do we see in the posuk that a Balkari is not allowed in the machane leviah where do we see that it must be because Rabbi Yochanan learns v'chol zav any zav to include a Balkari. if a zav is not allowed in machane leviah then a Balkari is also not allowed in machane levia. just interesting it doesn't it's not necessary to know about the tunnels but when Rabbi Yochanan learned it from his rebbe he was taught it in two points um and therefore, when he was teaching them, he taught them together. But not that they... Um... And therefore, he just taught them together. Says, they challenged It says, It says that a balkeri is like someone who touched a shereot. Now, my love, what aspect is a balkeri similar to someone who touched a dead shereot? To say which camps they have to leave. Just as someone who is Tome from a Sheriz just has to leave Makhaneh Maybe a Balkari also has to leave Not two camps. No. The Tumah Som. It's coming to contrast their Tumah. The Tumah Som. We don't need the Posuk to come and tell us that their Toma is the same. Hi Thomas is Erev Hi The Posuk explicitly says that they both. The Balkari is Tumah until night. And the Tumah Sheris is Tumah until night. So I don't need the a Drosha to come and tell me that they this a to come and tell me that they're the same in their Tummah. it must be that they Tommy for their camp. To the same camp. I uh, Balkeri is not like a Zab that has to leave two camps, a Balkeri is like a Tomashur, it only has to leave one camp. It says no, It is coming to tell, teach us aloha regarding their tumah and it's coming to teach us the following a keri is the same as someone who touched a shere just as someone is tome from touching a sherets, even when it's out of his control either dead sherets falls out of the sky and lands on him or he trips and lands on it you know, totally oines. So, to a Balkeri, even if it's from an external source—illness or overeating or something like that it still makes him tummy. So that's what we—that's what we're contrasting in the pasuk, and um, um, that's what we're contrasting. Sorry, in the Mishnah, in the Brisa where it says a Balkeri is kamoga sheretz, that's in regards to Tuma to tell us that they both metame koines. We'll carry on with we're going to challenge this ruling again, but we'll leave that for tomorrow. Yeah. Have a very good day.